Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Scandalous Grace podcast with Carlos Swanigan, where we leave religion out of it and just bring Jesus. I am your host, Carlos Swanigan. So glad you are tuning in today. I'm so excited about this particular podcast because, you guys, this is a podcast that is like the beginning of a new season for me again. You know, God's got me in a huge transition right now. I don't know if you heard the last show, um, the previous show, the previous episode of Scandalous Grace. If you haven't, maybe you want to go back one and listen to that and get caught up on what's going on, but I'll update you a little bit. I'm coming to you today from my sunroom here in Colorado, and it looks like it's about to be like a huge rainstorm here, which we are so grateful for because we don't get as much rain as we'd like in Colorado. But So you may hear a little rain in a minute because my sunroom is completely glassed in, but um, I'm hanging out in here with my dogs and my Bible and just looking out at the forest and thinking about you guys. And I'm just really excited that you're tuning in, you know, um, to bring you up to speed a little bit for the past year, my podcast has been a, uh, um, radio show. You know, I started out doing my podcast. I think I did it for like a year or a year and a half. And then a radio station here, in Denver, in the Denver Metro, Colorado Springs area, picked up my show and and asked me to do a radio program with them. So I started going in every week to the studio and doing a weekly radio show for the past year. And this, this past week was my very last show. And it is because God has called me to step out in fate and into a big, huge door of opportunity to move to Northern California and go to ministry school. I'm going to be attending the Bethel school, their um, school of supernatural ministry. And I will start this fall and I'm super excited, but I am also slightly terrified to be going back to school, to be moving away from my family, my husband and my youngest son who still lives at home, Evan, he's going to be a 10th grader this fall. He's driving. Please pray for me. (laughs) Um, but I am, I'm like going to miss them. We're going to do lots of visits. I'm going to be flying back and forth and commuting quite a bit, but there's still going to be, you know, weeks at a time that I go without actually being able to wrap my arms around them. And that's going to be tough. So please be praying for me legit about that because I am what my husband loves to call a hovercraft mom. You know, I'm like a helicopter mom for sure. Not because I'm super strict or anything like that, but but just because I'm like a nurturer by nature. That's just who I am in general in my life. But especially as a mom, I am like on nurture overload. I don't know if any of you guys are like that as parents, if you've got kids, but I am straight up nurture overload. And so I think this will be a really great time for my, for my son, you know, to kind of like spread his wings and not have me bugging the crap out of him all the time. Like, honey, did you eat? Evan, did you eat? Have you eaten today? Like, I'll ask him that like every hour because he's growing like a weed and I, and I'm always like, dude, you look like you need a sandwich. Like seriously, put some meat on your bones. And I'm the same way with my husband. I'm always trying to feed him. So he is certain that he's going to lose weight and he's super happy about that. He's certain he's going to lose weight while I'm gone. And that's funny, but, um, yeah, pray for me. I'm excited you guys, but I am terrified. 
I am not going to be broadcasting on the radio show every week, but I am going to continue to do my podcast. I was doing that prior to getting the contract um, with the radio, and I'm going to continue to do it from California. My goal is to connect with you guys every week. We'll see how that goes with school and studying and everything else, how often I can podcast, but I, I am. My goal is to continue every week, including through the summer. And it'll be kind of cool because I have a feeling that a lot of my topics are going to be about this transition and what God's saying to me in the midst of it. You know, if you've been listening to my show and my podcast at all for the past at least year, um, you know that God's been talking to me very recently, the past six months or so, ever since the beginning of the year, talking to me and talking to you guys about new beginnings and that this was going to be a year of new opportunities. And I talked to you guys about being brave and those doors of opportunity. And when they open before us that we need to step through them, even if we can't see the whole picture. And now I get to put my money where my mouth is once again, because God's called me into this new door, which, you know, this all happened kind of fast over the past couple months, really, that God called me to go back to school and to go to ministry school in particular at Bethel. And, um, I'm really, really glad to be sharing this journey with you, but I'm also eager to see, you know, what God wants to do and what he wants to speak to not just me, but to you guys as well, because whatever's going on with me, um, a lot of times that's because it's resonating with other people too. They're going through that same season. I just heard from a listener today that was listening to my radio program and a shout out to Diane. If you're listening on the podcast, Diane, thank you so much for your card. It was so sweet to hear from you, but Diane wrote to me and and just shared that a lot of the things that I've been talking about have been ministering to her specifically in whatever season she's in right now of her journey with the Lord and, and what he's calling her to. And, and that makes me so happy to know that, you know, this is speaking to you guys and that it matters to you. So I would love to hear from you. You can email me at scandalousgrace at carlaswanigan.com specifically And let me know that you're listening and what God's saying to you and, um, yeah, just how this podcast is relating to you. I appreciate that. And please subscribe to the podcast. You know, that helps like get it out there and spread the word about it and rate us on iTunes. If you have a moment, I would so appreciate it, but yeah, I'd love to hear from you. But today, what I really want to talk to you about is this big transition, you know, not mine, but you know, in general, a season of transition You know, if God's calling you into maybe it's a new career opportunity, a new ministry opportunity, um, even a career change, you know, maybe he's called you to a new city or state like he's calling me, like who knows? Um, But if you're in any type of big transition, you know, maybe you're about to get married and you're going from single life to married life or you're about to get remarried and you're going from single mom to a blended family now. Like any of those transitions, guys, those are, those are a big deal. And not just to us, like to God too. He gets it. He knows and he's with you in it. And the verse that he gave me today, right before we started the podcast, it's kind of been on my heart um, all day. But right before the podcast, he had me look it up because I wanted to make sure that I had the chapter and verse right for you guys so you can reference it and look it up as well. But it's, it's one you may have heard. It's from Isaiah 43. And it's verse 18 and 19, but specifically 19. Look, I'm about to do something new. Even now it is coming. Do you not see it? 
And it reminds me of, you know, that other verse that says, look, I'm, I'm doing a new thing, you know, he's always doing new stuff in our lives, but there will be seasons that are specifically about a new thing. And that's the season that I'm in. That's what this transition's all about. Actually, um, like I've mentioned before on the show, he told me on new year's day that my word for the year was new. And I knew that he meant, you know, more than one thing. Like I knew he meant a new beginning. I knew he meant new opportunities. I knew he meant new doors. And that's really what he kept talking to me about for several months, new things, new doors, new opportunities. Um, And I really feel like he's saying that even for you guys listening, that there are new paths and new roads that he's putting us on in this season. And for some of you, that's going to be something that, that kind of, you didn't even think of, you know what I mean? It seems like something totally different. I know that's what it is for me. I was, you know, in the thick of ministry, doing the radio program, doing my jail ministry and, um, speaking events and, and stuff like that, doing ministry at retreats. And when the Lord started talking to me a few months ago about going back to school, I mean, that's a radical um, transition. That's a radical new path. You know, he's he's calling me really out of full-time ministry to go back to full-time school. And that's a really big deal. So I don't know what road that he's putting in front of you, but I want to encourage you to really be brave. If he's calling you into a new season, Be brave, be courageous, look to him, ask him for strength. He's been giving me grace every day. There are some days that, that I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is going to be the best day, the best thing that's ever happened to me. I'm so excited about the opportunities of going back to school and what he's going to show me and teach me and drawing me closer to him, stuff like that. And then there are other days, you guys, that I'm just like, I can't do this. This is too scary. This is too hard. I don't want to move across, you know, to California. I don't want to leave my kids. I don't want to leave my husband. Like, no, this is too hard. And some days it really feels like that. I mean, I'm just keeping it real. I always try to be as real as possible with you guys. But here's the thing on those days, I have my little pity party for a minute. And then I feel the Lord just minister to me. And I say to him, Lord, give me grace and strength to believe you that I can do this with your help. Give me the confirmation again, Um, I'm just asking you to confirm it to me again, that this is what you're calling me to do. And he does every time, either somebody will call me and say that they heard that I'm leaving, going back to school and that, um, that they're so proud of me and they're so excited for me that they're going to be praying for me and that they think it's great. Or my husband will come home that day and just be like super full of faith about the finances we're going to need for tuition and living expenses and all the things that we're going to need basically to have a second household type. I'm going to have a little apartment, but still, I mean, there's a bunch of extra expense to that, you know, and he'll come home on those days and he'll just have huge faith for it. He'll be like, I don't know how, but God's going to take care of it and we can trust him and he's going to provide, you know, and that's what I want you guys to remember too. Don't look at all the details and be like, this is too hard. Look at God and be like, okay, you're huge. You've come through me, come through for me many times before. And I know that you're going to come through for me again. You know, just pray and don't be shy about asking him to confirm it to you, to reassure you, to say it to you again. He doesn't mind that you guys, he understands. Remember Jesus walked the earth. He knows exactly what it's like to be human. And he's not up there in the sky saying, oh, well, you suck because you're asking me for confirmation again, or you don't have enough faith, 
or, you know, shame on you. You don't believe me. He's not like that. He's such a good father. He's such a good father. He loves you so much. He totally understands and he wants to reassure you. He wants, the Holy Spirit wants to comfort you. He wants to bring you peace. He wants to bring you wisdom and clarity. Just ask him for those things and then recognize it when he brings them, you guys. Write it down, date it, put the time down like I do in my journal. And those are the pages that I'll turn back to in my moments of faith crisis and, um, you know, looking at my financial circumstances or even the fact that I'm, you know, scared to leave my friends and family and, and all that kind of stuff. I'll look back on those journal pages where he reassured me and spoke directly to my heart. And I knew that it was the Lord and I wrote it down, you know, or that friend that called and said, you know what? I really feel like God put me on your heart. And here's what I want to share with you that, that he's having me pray for you today. And here's why I believe that this is really God calling you to do this and just things like that. I write that down and it encourages me so much in those moments of fear or doubt or unbelief or whatever panic or anxiety I'm having about the transition and the move and school and finances and all that stuff. It really, really encourages me. So, um, you guys try that, see if it helps you to journal and just, you know, keep the date, write down the details you know, and then here's another thing I recommend. Just take one step at a time. You know, just step out. Like what's one thing that you could do today that would be a step of faith towards what you feel like God's calling you to? I mean, I'll tell you my own story. When I was actually out at Bethel in California at a conference when God called me to go to school there this fall. And I knew he was putting it on my heart. He was confirming it over and over and over. And the last day of the conference, I said, okay, Lord, if you're calling me, calling me to do this, as crazy as it sounds, especially at my age, I mean, I'm 46 years old. Hello. So I'm like, if this is you really call me to do this, God, I know that you'll make a way. I have the faith for that. You'll talk to my husband. I really need you to um, confirm it with both of us, which he totally did. The Lord did that before I even got home from that trip. He spoke to my husband and my husband said, you know, I think this is what you're supposed to do. God's calling you to school, which is awesome. But I just said to the Lord, I was like, okay, what is one step that you want me to do just to show that I believe you and just to take that one step too and just be like, okay, is this you, God? And then if it is, then you take another step and another step. Just take one step at a time. And I asked the Lord, what's one step I can do? And it was the last night of the conference. It was my last night in California. I was getting up early the next morning to go to the airport. And the Lord said, I want you to apply, start the application to the school online before you leave California. So I got up the next morning and I packed and I felt like that was still on the Lord's heart for me. And I, I was like, okay, Lord, I talked to my husband that morning and he's like, sure, you know, let's just see what happens. Just apply. I mean, see if you even get in. So I remember going to the airport and, um, I had a connection in San Francisco on my way back to Denver. And so when I was trying to connect at the first airport in Reading and I couldn't, I couldn't get it to connect. I could barely even get online. So while I was still in California, technically I'm sitting at the airport with my long layover in San Francisco. I got online and started my application and got it, you know, most of the steps taken care of. And then I finished it when I got home to Colorado, but the Lord totally, you know, I applied and he totally kept confirming it to me. I got, I got accepted very quickly. And that was another confirmation 
And I'm just so grateful to the Lord for those confirmations. Don't be embarrassed to ask for those, like I said earlier. But also just take one step of faith. And then when he meets you there, take the next step and the next step. You don't have to do the whole thing all at once, you guys. You don't have to build the church. You don't have to build the city. You don't have to rescue all the homeless in one day. Just take that first step. You know, maybe stop and offer some love to a homeless person. Offer a hug. Speak to them. Hear their story. You know, we've talked about that on the show before. Just let them know that you see them. Just take one step of faith, whatever it is that God's calling you to do. You know, if he's calling you to apply for a job that you think is a little out of your range, maybe you're a little underqualified for, but you keep feeling like God's calling you to it, you know, just look into it. Take that first step. See what it would take to apply for that. Maybe have a conversation with somebody at your office that, you know, can kind of speak into that for you. Just take a step. See where the Lord's leading you and take a step of faith into that. He is present with you in the transition. And here's another thing I'd want you to remember in the middle of all this, these big transitions and these doors of opportunity and and whatever season that God has you in of transition, you know, keep your peace. And that is something that you actually have to make an effort and you have to be purposeful about. Keep your peace. Like I said earlier, there's days when I am full of faith and I'm like, yeah, God called me to go to school. This is going to happen. He's going to pay for it. Everything's going to be fine. My family's going to be fine. It's going to be awesome. And I'm so full of faith. And then there's other days that I call my um, sweet friend and assistant, Rachel, and I'm like, holy crap, what am I thinking? Am I really doing this? Like, is this happening? Have I lost my mind? Am I crazy? Like, remind me what's going on here. And she totally encourages me, you know, and laughs at me and laughs with me and and reminds me of the call of my life and, and what God's doing. And she stands in faith with me and believes with me. And that will help you keep your peace. Then I get my peace back. She prays for me and I feel much better. Um, but keeping our peace, even on the days of panic, is a real thing, you know? And I know it's a battle. I know it's easier said than done. But it's one of those things, you guys, that we just have to do. And the best way to do that is either call a friend like I do or go to the Lord and be like, hey, I'm not feeling it today. Like I said earlier, Lord, I need you to remind me of, of what you called me to do. I need you to re-speak it to me. I need you to bring me peace about this. Just bring me peace, Holy Spirit. And there's lots of days I do that too. And he'll meet you there. He will bring that peace. The Holy Spirit is a gift to us. He's our comforter. He's our, um, the one that brings us peace too and wisdom and clarity. So just ask for those things. Keep your peace. You know, don't be chatting up a bunch of people who don't believe in the call that God's called you to. Okay. Those are not the people you want to be talking to on the days that you need to keep your peace or that you're feeling fear. Call the people that love you and believe in you and believe in the call of God on your life. Call the people, reach out to the people that are going to be like, yeah, I think you're totally qualified for that job. Go for it. And I'll be praying for you. Call those people. You know, if you're having like financial fears about it, call the people that support you and believe in you, you know, and have donated to you or helped you or even bought you dinner when you were broke, like whatever it is. Those people, God has given them the faith to believe for you on the days that you can't believe for yourself. And I said that to a friend recently. Thank you so much. Gosh, thank you for your faith in what God's called me to, especially on the days that I just don't have it. You know, and maybe being maybe being willing to admit that you're having a day where you're just not believing it 
is your first step. I don't know. But don't be ashamed of that. You're human. Be real with your people. That's why we need to be in community. That's why it matters to God to stay in community and have those friends that are around you that'll speak life to you, right? So in our time of transition, you guys, pray, ask God to confirm it, let him speak fresh to you, write it down, take a step of faith and see what happens, then take another step and another step, keep your peace, ask your friends for prayer and support and encouragement. And then the last thing I want to tell you, in your big season of transition, Watch God move on your behalf. Watch him move on your behalf. Just sit back and watch, you guys. Your part is to just say yes to him and to do whatever he's called you to do and then sit back and watch him move. He is totally doing that in the midst of my transition right now. I've been having a really hard time finding a place to live out in California. It's, as you can imagine, super expensive. And and I was like, God, do you want me to live with strangers? Do you want me to rent a room? Um, what do you want me to do? I am an introverted extrovert. I love people. I love being around people. I love to go and do like speaking events or ministry or whatever. But then I like to come home and be by myself too. And like introvert out. Like I'm, I'm kind of a big, um, opposite when it comes to those two things. So I always say I'm an introverted extrovert, but I need my place where I live to be like a sanctuary and a place of peace and rest and joy And so I've really been praying about God helping me find the right place. And it's been kind of frustrating because that has not been happening. You know, I even flew out there and tried to find a place. And it was just one opportunity after another where I felt like I didn't just feel like it. It was obvious the Lord was closing the door to that house or that room or that situation. And so I came home and I was getting a little discouraged and kind of like having one of those panics about being in fear, you know, that maybe I was crazy and I shouldn't be doing this. And then I got a phone call yesterday afternoon and everything completely changed. And God is opening a door to the to like my dream place to live. So only God could do that, you guys. I, I just cannot stress that enough. Um, this is for sure a God thing. The lady on the phone was like, I don't even know fully like how your name got on this list because you haven't paid the money to be on this wait list. And so it was just a really cool thing. It was obvious to me that it's God. And it's just another way that he's confirming what he's calling me to do, to go back to school, to go to ministry school, and that that this is the assignment he has for me right now. And so I'm excited about that. And he wants to do the same for you. So the last thing is sit back and watch him move on your behalf. You know, just let him do his thing, you guys. He loves you and he wants to show off for you. So let me close with praying for you guys. It's a really long podcast. Sorry about that. I'll try to make the next one a little shorter, but I'd love to hear from you guys. Um, Please let me know that you're listening. Scandalousgrace at CarlaSwanigan.com is the email. And that's Carla with a K. I would really love to hear from you. Please rate us on iTunes and subscribe. That would be so helpful. But let me pray for you now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for everyone tuning in, for everyone hearing this, Lord, no matter when they're hearing it, whether it's soon after it airs or a really long time from now, God, you are a God outside of time. I thank you, Father, for your goodness. I thank you that you care about every detail of our life. And I thank you, Lord, that you have new things for us, Lord, that you're calling us into a season of new, new beginnings, new transitions, new opportunities new um, destinies 
new heart calls, you know, new passions, new relationships, all kinds of new things. Father, I I pray that you would help us to be brave and so aware of your voice and your presence, God, in the midst of our transition in this season of big transitions, Lord. I thank you that your hand is upon us and that Holy Spirit, you are right there with us, comforting us, bringing us peace and wisdom and clarity. Lord, I pray for everyone listening that you would surround them with godly voices of encouragement and wisdom and kindness and support. I pray that they would have prayer support and financial support, whatever kind of support it is that they need. God, I pray that you would you would meet them in that place and answer that prayer. You are our provider in every sense of the word, God. So I just thank you for your provision for all of us, Lord, in our seasons of transition. Help us, God, to take those steps one at a time and help us, God, to recognize and give you glory when we see you moving on our behalf. I thank you, God. I bless everyone listening, and I thank you for your power and your love and your goodness moving in and through their lives. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus, we pray. Give them everything they need, God. Amen. God bless you guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm always so grateful for you. And I just want to remind you, leave religion out of it and just bring Jesus. Jesus.